Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. Versus magical thinking, you must know the difference. Trust versus magical thinking, you must know the difference. Now, here's the thing. I was raised in an environment where I was taught trust in a very, very weird way. And what I did was I started looking at people all over the world and found out that this was pretty much the way everybody is taught trust, with the exception of a few. When you're a little kid, they're like, don't take candy from a stranger. So it's like stranger danger. But then at some point as you're growing up, the idea when we can start talking to people that we don't know shows up this way. Oh, that you can talk to that person. They're nice. And we start to learn and we start to get it in our mind that nice is a value. Nice is not a value, by the way. It's a way of being. Kind is a value, but nice is not. Anybody anybody can have a, a horrible character and be nice for just a few minutes. But we start to learn this. So what do we do? When we start when we start going out into the world, even at a very young age, our radar is scanning for nice people. And we get ourselves into big trouble because we evaluate based on a person being nice. And it has nothing to do with whether we can trust them or not. We can get we get in trouble in personal relationships with this, within friendships, intimate relationships, and definitely in business. Because if we hire people based on their being nice and not based on the merits of what they can do, we can end up in a lot of trouble. I had a $5 million embezzlement in 2004 because I went into business with some people that I thought were nice, that I thought were amazing, and without any deeper evaluation of if I can trust them. So for me personally, it has, that has been a big growing point for me in many areas of my life. I've had this problem in personal relationships too. Like, this is such a nice person and you have no idea what their character is. And later on, you find out their character is not nice at all. However, the problem is that if that's what's in your mind, your radar is looking for nice. It's looking for nice. If you have this need to be liked, if you have a need to be loved, your mind is looking for nice. Anybody that will reflect back to me what my deepest needs are. So a few years ago, I, I don't remember exactly how I stumbled across this book, but I stumbled across a book called Trust by Alanya Van Zant, And I picked up the book because I thought it was an interesting title. In the 30 plus years that I have been studying and been in this industry, I have never seen anything written on trust as in-depth as what Alanya wrote. And here's something fascinating. She, she has several New York Times bestsellers. She has her own show on the Oprah channel. She's Oprah's one of Oprah's best friends. She's Oprah's coach. And this book is not a bestseller. If you don't have it, I suggest you get it. It's one of the best books. I would put this book in my top five books. And I've got over 4,000 books in my library at the last count, which was a few years ago. It's probably way more than that now. <clears throat> Literally in the top five of must-read books. Because so many people lack this in their awareness. And, and it's a, trust is a skill set, by the way. 
It's a learned skill set. You have to teach yourself how to do it. It all starts with ourselves. But the biggest problem with this is that we're not prepared to learn how to do it. We have this thing. Um, I was telling a group of people when I was in the army back in the 80s, I was military police and I had a top secret security clearance in Europe. I used to guard nuclear bases. And in all of that training, we had to go through counterterrorism. We had to go through the regular training that almost any civilian police department would get. Uh, all the different, all the different types of, of, of various characters that you might deal with. One of the things that they teach you in almost everything that you're doing is don't get stuck in your own narrative. Do not get stuck in your own narrative. Because if you get stuck in your own narrative, your mind will create the facts and the story around whatever it is that you're doing. And it was, a spe- it was, it was interesting. I had to go through this training where they would get you, it was, I'm not gonna go into the whole training here, but they would have you do something, mock, okay? They'd have you get emotionally involved in it and see if you could then pass a lie detector test. And the whole idea was to get to see if you'd actually believed at some level you had done something. And it was fascinating what the results were because the mind so much takes on whatever we get emotionally involved in that a part of us starts to believe it. And once we start to believe something, we then cast that projection out into the world and that's what we actually start seeing. So if I'm hiring somebody that's nice, my narrative might be they're nice. How are they doing with their job? No, not that great, but they just need a little more training. Like they're really nice. They get along with everybody. They probably need a little bit more training, a little more bit more time. No, bullshit. They need to be fired. They need to be fired. Your job as a business owner is to hire the best person that you can find and you can afford, right? The best talent that you can afford. Your business is not a testing ground for somebody else's growth. It is not. You may want to do that in a friendship. You may want to do that in coaching or helping someone. You may even want to do that to some degree in a personal relationship or a marriage. Hopefully you won't get into one that way. Many people do. I certainly did in the beginning. But you you don't want to do this in your business because you will keep making excuses for somebody who underperforms. And you'll start to feel guilty about letting this person go like you owe them something, right? We're responsible to people, not for them. But here's, I want to read you something from Alanya Van Zandt's book, okay? And when I tell you how important this book is, like, look at the inside of this. Look how it's like all highlighted and stuff. Like the entire book is that way. If you look in the front of it, I have like notes everywhere in this book. It's that genius of a book. Like it is so in-depth and it's not written in a difficult way where it's difficult to understand. Like if you were reading a Ray Dalio book or something like that, it's an easy to understand book and she makes so much sense. She says, when you do not trust yourself, what you feel and what you know, you will expect people to be who they are not. You will expect people to be who they are not. You will hope against hope that they will do things you already know they cannot do. You will expect them to be who you want them to be rather than trusting what you know about who they are and what they're capable of doing. This is the part here. This is not trust. This is magical thinking. This is not trust. This is magical thinking. 
How many times have you gone or have a family member or a friend or something, you go to a gathering, you know this person is not going to be good, and then they they do something, right? They act up every single time, and you think to yourself, why do they have to do that? Why can't they just be nice? Why can't they just get along with people? Why do they always have to argue? Why do they always have to misbehave? That process is you hoping that somebody else is going to change so that you don't have to do something that's uncomfortable, like walking away from a relationship or setting a boundary. You have to understand if, if, if that behavior is showing up in your life, that's exactly what it is. Now, what's interesting about what I read here is that she says, when you do not trust yourself, what you feel and what you know, you will expect other people to be who they are, who they are not. In this book, the number one trust she teaches you how to develop is the trust with yourself. Because if you just come from the place of what you know and feel right now, you probably are not coming from a good place of trust. You might be coming from guilt. You might be coming from empathy. You might be coming from a core wound. If the person is still in your life, you know, then you're coming from something else. You're not coming from... You're not coming from what is solid and what you know inside of yourself. <clears throat> I learned something a long time ago from my mentor that I thought was a brilliant thing. And it, here, here's what it's proven. Every time I use it, it works out great. Every time I do not use it, it works out terrible. And here's what it is. When a person shows you who they are the first time, believe them. When a person shows you who they are the first time, believe them. Now, I am not saying, make sure you hear me. I'm not saying people can't make mistakes or people can't have a bad time or go through a rough period or whatever. But what is the overall character of the individual? Do they accept responsibility? Can you set a boundary with them? Do they learn? What do they value? What is the overall character of this, of the, of this person? Because that's the thing that we're really looking for. And frankly, unless you had parents that had this level of awareness and learn how to build this skill set, they did not teach you how to evaluate the character of other individuals. Or if they did, you have to ask yourself, what was the character value that they taught you about? So, that, so that's the idea. The idea is this, that you know the difference between trusting and magical thinking and understand it's a skill set. I highly recommend that you get the book if you don't have it and make it a study. Really go through it. Go get a get a pad of paper, a legal pad, a, a pen, a highlighter, and really go through it over a period of time. Like there's no rush to do it. You don't have to do it. I'm just suggesting that you do it. And it's, it's because another thing, like if you have kids or grandkids or something, this is a great, great skill to teach them. There's a lot of things in this book, even if you think you, you have a really good, you know, trust beacon, you'll still learn things that are in this book. You really will. It's fantastic. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.